welcome, 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 welcome to Hunting Pixels, the official video game podcast of Culture Bop. We've got a great episode for you today. Today is the third and final end of the year episode. That's right. We're finally done and you can continue not paying any attention to us. Uh, This is, of course, our Game of the Year episode, so let's not beat around the bush. I am your hostess with the mostest. I've used that before. The one and absolute only Bebop man, Josh McMullen. And I am joined by the entire gang of co-hosts, Austin, what award is it again? Stevens. And Dylan, can't we be done with this, Martin? Fellas. How's it going? Not gonna lie, that was a weaker intro this week. Yeah, well, uh, you try being stressed out as fuck, um, <laughs> and then and then jumping right on after fixing <clears throat> problems. Yeah, Josh is coming in full tilt. This is not gonna be a <laughs> a, a soft start. No, no, not at all. Not at um, all. Um, well, I was doing great until I saw that you took out my title for you. You're goddamn and- right, I did. I really wanted to hear you say "Be Boppington Man." Like, I was going to get caught up on it so hard. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Okay, well, I'm doing great, and I'm ready to talk about the very last episode we'll ever record, ever. Because ever. this is it. We're over. Killing ourselves, toaster bath style. Oh, toaster God. bath style. No, nah, we'll just and kill each. We'll, we'll all kill each other with an ice cold twisted tea. How about that? That's what is this? I don't even know what this is. Dude, the twisted tea beams are getting incredible. I don't follow the memes. I have memes sent to me and I laugh at them. Okay, so pretty much what happened, there was a gas station confrontation. This tr- obvious trailer park trash white dude kept calling a black guy the N-word and he beat the shit out of him with a twisted T. That's pretty much I mean, what happened. All right. It was pretty amazing, honestly. It, it was actually great. I thought that. Well, and the memes that came from it have just been fantastic. <laughs> Just a whole the, bunch. I loved that the the little white kid tried to kick the tea away, and that's when the guy <laughs> struck. He was like, "Oh, you're trying to kick my tea away, huh?" And then just smack right upside the head. Dude, I this shit's been fucking like I saw one meme, and it was like the Black Ops zombies opening the loot box, and it was a twisted tea coming out. It's like oh that's amazing. God. These are beautiful, and I, I know the company that makes them is just <laughs> is just gonna run with this shit. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that Super Bowl commercial for Twisted Tea next year is going to be great. Better be fire. Better be fire. I know nothing of what's happening. Well, I sent the video in the group chat, Dylan. Do you think I read that shit? <laughs> no, you obviously don't. <laughs> you really? don't care about us. <laughs> I try to distance myself from my phone as much as I can, so it's not against you guys. It's literally against everyone else. It's I feel okay. That. He, he's breaking that. off. He's becoming a Twitch star. Yeah, honestly. Yes, I had three viewers today, one of which was my girlfriend. (laughs) I think I was in there, too. Not today, bitch. Yeah, no, I didn't watch it today. You're right. I was about to say, you said nothing. Usually you give me your same copy-pasted bullshit. Uh, No, it is not copy-pasted. I take the time to tell you good morning each every afternoon. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Shit is not just copy-and-pasted. All right, fine. I take my sweet time when I send you those sweet love letters. Well, <sighs> I wait with bated breath because you're my only chatter. <laughs> well, guys, we are here. It's come to this. 
Hunting Pixels is ready to get to you, the listener, our game of the year. Um, so with that said, we need to go ahead and explain our system and the ground rules. First, we're using this system that was completely ripped off from Giant Bomb and Let's Fight a Boss. And we will be listing games that we've played and then cutting them one by one until we get to our ultimate winner, the Hunting Pixels Game of the Fucking Year. Now, to qualify for this, the game had to have been released in a 1.0 state before December 15th. Oh, wait. After. I don't know how to read. Um, after December 15th, 2019, and before December 16th of this year. So games like Hades are completely acceptable for this list, but games such as Telling Lies is not. Um now, there is one game on this list in particular that I almost, oh, well, actually two, that I almost made cases for not being on here, uh, and that is Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, which we will get to, and SpongeBob SquarePants The Battle for Bikini Bottom Remastered, simply because those were remasters, but enough work went into the both of them that I think they garner passing our list yeah, that's uh-uh. fair. I would say the same thing for the Mega Man Zero collection, too. Uh, yeah, or it, even fucking Tony Hawk, technically. I mean, yeah. wanted to, or uh, the Super Mario 3D All-Stars, if we really wanted to do that. You know what I mean? Mm. But um, anyway, regardless, they made the list. Um, other than that, any game was fair play. Didn't matter how big, how small. Um, so, yeah, let's go ahead and get this rolling shall we uh oh yeah first we'll list the 24 games we played in alphabetical order and uh then we'll let the bloodbath commence so dylan why don't you go ahead and read me the first eight titles okay i was like uh uh-oh uh-oh. I saw two names. Uh, so starting it off, we have Animal Crossing New Horizons, which I will be making a personal case for. And then we have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War winning the longest title of the year award, uh, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VIII Remake. That's six. That's seven. That's <laughs> Holy seven. shit. <laughs> that is Final Fantasy VII Remake. I was Holy like, none shit. of those games seemed accurate. Um, Ghost of Tsushima and Hades, the last two of which winning many, many awards in our last Already? podcast. Yeah. Yes, they did. They did. Uh, Austin, go ahead and read the next eight for me. All right. And the next eight are I- Eichenfell. Is that how you pronounce that? So uh, it's weird because uh, I've heard it pronounced Eichenfell and Ickenfell. And in the game itself, there actually is... No, like, spoken um, dialogue mm, okay. or anything like that. It's all text-based. But there are two songs in the game, and one of the game or one of the songs pronounces it Ikenfell, uh, and the other one pronounces it Ikenfell. So Fuck me. <laughs> so I'm going with Ikenfell. Yeah, That's I how like I would have read it. And then we have Immortals Phoenix Rising, Marvel's Avengers, which, Woo! spoiler, is the worst game on this fucking list. Well, Mega Man Zero slash ZX Legacy Collection. Minecraft Dungeons, My Hero 1's Justice 2, Persona 5 Royal, and Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. That is too long. That is a very long name, Um, but it's not as long as one on my list. 
That is true. <laughs> um, I have Resident Evil 3 uh, Remake, Spider-Man, or Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales, SpongeBob SquarePants The Battle for Bikini Bottom Remastered, <laughs> Super Mario 3D All-Stars, The Last of Us Part 2, Tony Hawk 1 Plus 2 Remaster, I think is what it's called, right? It's not remake, it's remaster. Yeah. Mm. I think the full title is Pro Skater, right? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I didn't even write the full fucking name. Come on, Josh. I know. I'm fucking dying over here. We're off your game today. Yep. Um, Twin Breaker, A Sacred Symbols Adventure, and Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. So uh, I figured how we would start the cutting is we would go based on the number of games played. And Dylan, mm. since you played the least amount of games of all of us this year, I'll go ahead and I'll hand the ceremony. There needs to be an asterisk you. on that because I played the least amount of new games. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we should say that. Yeah. Yeah. The least I will preface this by saying... I was without internet for a very, very long time. So this year was my catch-up point, and I got to play a lot of other shit. And it was fun. But none of those matter because this is what matters, and it's our list. So the first... I re- look, I went into this. This is... I get to cut the first game, right? Yeah. Yeah, I immediately wanted to cut off... Um, what's that fucking game, The Last of Us? <laughs> I'm not... So much. I know. I'm not going to because realistically, I understand that it needs to uh, ne- needs to be higher on the list. It did a lot of great things. So I'm cutting SpongeBob. <laughs> I don't think that's a... I've seen gameplay of it. It looks so weak to me. I don't know. I've not played it myself, but it looks so weak. Uh-oh. Listen, I'm going to make a case for that. That game was more fun than I had any right being as a 23-year-old playing it. <laughs> I mean... It looked pretty, kind of, but I mean, it looks... Oh, it's awful. Oh, God, the graphics are shit. Okay, well, it says remastered, so it should have been better. It it does say remaster, and it was weak, but it was fun. I'm sorry, I started to have a stroke. Yeah. It's all all the red meat. Um, (laughs) It's all the traps. All the traps. Uh, it it's fun, but it doesn't. I Tim, I'm I'm gonna be honest. Is gonna piss some people off. Uh, they did a better job at bringing that game to a to a more uh, modern console than Nintendo did with 3D All Stars. Uh, I mean, okay, I, I didn't play that. Think that there's going to be much. Uh, hate coming. Josh is typing. <laughs> It just yeah. I, I, well, I was trying to form a thought at the same time. Yeah, <clears throat> um, yeah. I, I don't think that a lot of people are going to hate you for that opinion because uh, Super Mario 3D All Stars had absolutely nothing done to it. So, um, nope. Listen, uh, this is going to get tough. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now, um, Austin. If you don't, if you want SpongeBob to go further in this list. You can offer up something in exchange, but uh, I haven't played it, so I, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm I'm fine with it being on the bottom. It it, it was kind of graphically, it's a completely shit game, um, mm-hmm. and it doesn't handle that well. I think the only reason why I finished it was just the nostalgia overload. Because mm. I fucking loved the original. I had the original on the GameCube and the Xbox, and I fucking loved it as a kid. And I think that's the only reason why I was able to finish that game. Fair enough. All right. Well, 
We have our first cut. Um, Austin, go ahead. Right. Let me. Um, my next cut is going to be Marvel's Avengers because fuck that shit. I think that that game should have been at the very fucking bottom. Um, Crystal Dynamics. They did great partnership with Five Gum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure everybody remembers the Five Gum. All the five people that actually chew it probably remember the ads. But uh, I just that they they handled that game so fucking poorly. And it, it drives me crazy that instead of fixing the issues the game fucking has, they're just all they're doing is advertising Kate Bishop. Nobody fucking cares about a new DLC character if the game is still fucking broken. Like nobody gives a shit about that. But they're much more interested in adding characters than they are actually saving the fucking game. So yeah, that one's getting uh, cut. I don't know, honestly, m- much of anything about uh, what's going on with it currently. Um, but I, I will say this about it. I th- I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people say that it is. Mm-hmm. I think it has its problems for sure. But, uh, I mean, I, d- I, I don't know. I it deserves to be at the bottom of this list, I think, because I think there are much more interesting titles on here. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So, number 23 is Marvel's Avengers. Okay, so I get to make the next one. Um, I am going to cut Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Good choice. Good choice. Good shit. Um, here's the thing. I think that this particular collection would have gone a lot further for me if Nintendo had bothered to do anything. And I, I mean literally anything yeah. with the games. All they did was they took the base code, they threw it into uh, like a singular package and threw the soundtracks for each of the games in there and said, here you go. Give me $60. Yeah. And the thing is, is I bought it like I had no qualms about it. And honestly, I still really fucking love this collection. It's got three of the best Mario games. Um, fucking I, I had never played extensively. Uh, what a galaxy, the weak mm-hmm. one. Yeah. I would even I, go as far as to say the, the three best Mario games. Honestly. Uh, I, I don't think so. I, I, I am a sucker for those old ones, uh, mm-hmm. specifically three and, um, super Mario world, but yeah, well, I mean more or less the 3d games, but, but of the 3d ones. Yeah. I'm, I don't think I would argue otherwise. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know, man, like I, I want this game to go further because those three games are really, really fucking great. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I can't reward Nintendo for just kind of shitting something out and then being like, here you go. It's just it's lazy. That's all it is. is it's just like you guys, they couldn't even give us like remastered cutscenes. like they didn't give us anything at all. Nothing about this package is new whatsoever. Like, oh, cool, if you pre-order it, you get fucking skins for your Switch. That's fucking great. Nobody gives a shit about that. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we want, like, uh, think think how think of how well a completely 
modern 2020 remastered Mario 64 could have fucking looked if they just actually tried. You didn't even like they wouldn't have even had like Galaxy to me. Galaxy still does not look that bad. Oh, yeah. Graphic wise, that game has not aged that bad at all. You could make a case for Sunshine, but I've honestly never played Sunshine, so I can't. Um, but just something, even even yeah, just wait, something you, as simple as a remaster. You you've never played Sunshine. I've never played Sunshine. No, Dude, Sunshine is one of my favorite fucking games. Oh uh, yeah, I was just, so was everybody else that owned a GameCube. Oh god damn, dude! I love Sunshine. I love Sunshine. I I think the game just looks fantastic. I just have not got around to playing it on the on the All Stars yet. Maybe one day, not anytime soon though. Yeah, fair enough. All right, well that was it. Number twenty two, Super Mario three D All Stars. We're not um, fighting as bad as I'd imagine. Uh, I feel like wait. it's gonna get blood curdling yeah, when it gets I, to like the top five. It's gonna it's gonna get that way pretty soon. <laughs> Um, Dylan, it's your turn. Yeah, I was trying to think of what I wanted to cut, and I'm I'm throwing out Call of Duty, man. I don't think it has anything commendable to add to this list, especially later down the line. That's fair. Like, there, I mean, it's just Call of Duty. Yeah, I. Okay, it, yeah, like like it's my game. I'll but I'll give it up. Uh, I, I want to say this much about it. I had so much more fun with this call of duty than I definitely thought that I would, um, because I've been burnt out for God, I don't even know, man. Like I picked up modern warfare last year and modern warfare was actually really good. And it, it kind of was like what brought me back to the series honestly Mm -hmm. i yeah Um, but i was still kind of like uh it's just it's fucking call of duty like do do i really want to like spend money and play this and blah 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 and um i don't know man like i had way more fun with this game than i thought i would i think that the campaign is unique in call of duty in that like it allows for quieter moments of character building that other call of duties just don't or they haven't in a while at least Mm -hmm. and the multiplayer is fucking fun it it's no longer the like fucking boost jump dash bullshit that has played a lot of the like the more modern call of duties yeah infinite warfare and and all that shit and i it feels like a return to the Call of Duties that I used to love back in like 2010, 2011. Yeah, that's fair. So, uh, I looking at this list of games, I don't think that there's, I don't think that it could go much further, but I, I do think that it's a genuinely, at the very least, fun game. <clears throat> yeah. So, sorry to take away one of your babies. Uh, it's all right. Uh, Austin, you're, you're up next. So, um, are we, are we cutting our own games? Is that a thing? Can we do that? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm totally going to do that. Um, I am actually going to cut Xenoblade Chronicles definitive edition. Oh shit. I, that's not something I saw coming at all, to be honest with you. 
So the game is gorgeous. They did a very good job at remastering it and bringing it to a modern console. However, I just don't think that the first game story-wise holds a candle to the second game. The second game is easy. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is easily one of my favorite Switch titles of all time to this fucking day. That game is beautiful. The story is impactful. It's moving and I it's heartfelt and wholesome and I fucking love it. And I don't I don't feel like the original really is as good. Honestly, I just don't feel like it's even anywhere near as good. And I definitely don't think it's as good as some of the other games on this list. I I had fun with it. I didn't finish it. Um, I still have yet to finish it. I'm probably about 10, roughly 10, 15 hours in. And it it's good, but it's it's just not great. It's not really captivating me as much as the second one did. It's not retaining my interest. I pretty much more or less forced myself to get past that 10 hour mark. And once I hit it, I was like, dude, I kind of don't want to play this shit anymore. <laughs> I just haven't picked it back up. Mm. It's just to me, it's just not a good title. I know that there are diehard Xenoblade fans out there, and I thought that I was gonna be with how much I loved Xenoblade Two and even Torna. Even the Torna of the Golden Country was really fucking good. But I just this one just didn't do it for me. Well, well you know, fair enough. I I want to get into those games, but they're they're long. They're yeah. extremely long. I think the second one clocks in. If you just do the story and no side missions, the second one's easily 60, 70 hours. Mm, fair enough. Uh, all right. So that brings me to my turn. <sighs> um, I have one on my list. Like I ranked my games beforehand. That is a lot lower but there are some games I'm I'm just going to I'm going to just test test the waters so to speak. Um Austin. Yes. Yes. Feel about My Hero Wants Justice. Um I think for what it is it did a really good job at being a My Hero game. Um it pretty much takes you through the entire story starting from the beginning of season one all the way up until I think halfway through season four. I think that's the overhaul fight. And I know that neither of you know what the fuck I'm talking about at all. <laughs> um, for, for an anime fighting game, it's extremely unique. Uh, my problem with the first one is it felt way too much like uh, Naruto Ninja Storm. It felt way too fucking similar and I didn't like it like it at all. But I, the second one's cool. Um, I haven't finished the story, but I don't really feel like I need to because I've seen the show and I read the manga. So I really don't feel like I fucking have to. Um, I pretty much just only play online or do like the daily missions or whatever. And uh, it, it's cool. But if it got cut, I'm not going to be butthurt about it because okay. it's not that great. OK, well, that will be. Uh, my cut then, um, fun fact, that was my first Nintendo switch collector's edition. Oh, I did buy the collector's edition of that. It was like 200 bucks. Um, why is it called just out of curiosity? Why is it called my hero one? What do you mean? Is the, the name that I have written down here, which I got from your text is my hero ones justice Two. 
Oh, I don't know. That's just what they called it. No, oh. that's just the title. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I don't necessarily know what they were alluding to. Maybe it was just like Deku's drive to be a hero. Maybe that's what it is. I don't fucking know. Okay. Maybe. Fair enough. Um. All right. Well, that brings us to uh, what Dylan. Dylan, it's your turn. Yep, that's my name. Um. I'm looking at the list and I just don't see how much further Tony Hawk could possibly go. No. Am I? Yeah. Sorry. No. No. I'm not giving it up this this soon. Okay. Well, that's my choice. Um, um I will give you There's no way. I mean, I understand it's a great remaster, but it's at the end of the day it's just a skating simulator. I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm going to side with Dylan on this one. No, God damn it. No. Let's let it go. It's in my top 10. Oh, shit. Not your top damn. five. <laughs> you fucking ass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. <sighs> okay. The blood totally begins. <laughs> I personally, it, if you listen closely, you can hear Josh's blood as it begins to boil. Personally, I would t- I would kick out Doom Eternal before I would kick out Tony Hawk. You're a psychopath. First no, of all, I, I don't think Doom Eternal is all that good. It's better than a skating it. simulator. No, it is not. <laughs> t- Tony Hawk is so much more fun to play than Doom Eternal. Oh, I wholeheartedly disagree. Wholeheartedly. As much as I want to kick Austin's game off the list, I can't put Doom Eternal <laughs> below Tony Hawk. God damn it. <laughs> I, I grew up playing the Tony Hawk games, man. I have the same feelings, but it's I've like, never played one of them. All right. What, uh, mm, no. Mm. What about Animal Crossing? No, I will no. not let that game go anytime soon. God damn it. What the fuck? You didn't even like it. I did like it. I <laughs> fuck. God I know it's a fishing game, but like right, I have fine. my reasons. Fuck, fuck the both of you. I'm letting you know that my game is winning game of the year. All right. Letting, Not if we I'm, disagree. I'm letting it happen right now. I'm telling you guys. This this small slight against me will not go unpunished. <laughs> Austin, we got to start working together. All right. Uh, listen, here's the thing. Um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remaster is... Maybe the most fun I've played, or most fun I've had playing a game this year. Um, and listen, it I understand it gets points deducted because it's a game from what ninety, what seven ninety eight maybe. But like, not only were those games fun, and like it definitely hits a nostalgia trigger for me. But, like, the work that went into this remaster or remake or whatever the fuck you want to call it is astounding. They went back and got the rights to a lot of the original songs. They went through and updated the levels to make them, like, I, like actually flow together. I remember some broken-ass shit in the original Tony Hawk. Like, they just, I don't know, man. Everything about this game is fucking phenomenal and it it's going out way too fucking early but um rest in peace 
All right, Austin, it's your turn. Feeling stone cold about it. Um, so I'm having a hard time picking mine because I have two, and both of them are mine. But uh, God. I have two in mind. Um, fuck, this is a hard decision. Um, I'm gonna say that I'm going to cut Pokemon Mystery Dungeon because same thing with a couple other games on this list. I so no, let me take a step back from that. Um, I can't remember who the developer of the Mystery Dungeon games is off the top of my head. I know it's not Game Freak. Um, but they did a really good job at taking a fucking Game Boy game and bringing it into the modern day with a completely built from the ground up uh, design and putting it on the Switch. It plays great. It's really cool. Um, at, but at the end of the day, Unfortunately, it is a Pokemon game, and that does not carry much anymore in 2020. So I'm going to cut it. It's really cool, but the story is just... They didn't add... To me, there wasn't enough added to make it unique from the original to where I could genuinely say if you have played the original that you should still pick this up and play it anyway. Like, Did I say that right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, if you've never played the original, then definitely pick this up and try it. But if you've played the original or even the DS games, there are better mystery dungeon games out there than this one. Just because it came out this year does not mean it holds a candle to especially the DS titles. So I'm going to go ahead and cut that one early. Yeah, uh, I just got it for Sabrina for Christmas. So I'll probably oh, I hope she likes hands it. In it as well, too. Yeah, we'll see. It's fun. It's have fun. you have you played the original? No, I have not. Then you would probably like it better than I did. Yeah, and that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the start of it, like all the questions, trying to find out who you are. Essentially, I like that. That's pretty cool. And that's as yeah. far as I've personally gotten. I think I think in I think in the remake, you actually, if you don't like the choice that it gives you, you actually get to just full on choose. Which one you want to do? Um, mm-hmm. I know in the Game Boy version, you didn't. If you didn't like which Pokemon you got, you just had to restart that bitch and keep trying. Yeah. I remember trying for three days to get fucking Cyndaquil. <laughs> that was dedication. Dude, that's my favorite Pokemon. I was like, if I'm finna play as a Pokemon and one of my options is Cyndaquil, then bitch, I'm finna be a Cyndaquil. Because <laughs> I want to be a motherfucking Typhlosion in this bitch. But, <clears throat> Yeah. Josh, uh, well, uh, you go ahead. Okay. Uh, how you feel about Mega Man? Can I go out here? While the Mega Man Zero games are my favorite games in that franchise, um, it's kind of the same thing with All Stars. There, I will give them that they did add like a boss rush mode where. Instead of just going from one boss to the other, you actually had to fight two at the same time, which re- I don't know if you've ever played the Mega Man Zero games, but they're fucking ridiculously hard. So fighting two bosses at the same fucking time was an actual nightmare. Um, they did remaster the soundtracks. They remastered the like anime cutscenes from uh, ZX and ZX Advent, which were really cool. But other I mean. They did a better job than Nintendo did at porting older games to a Switch. Um, but there's just... 
If you want to cut it, that's fine. There's not enough new content for me to say it deserves to be higher. <clears throat> Alrighty. It's still a great game. If you've never played the Zero games, pick up that collection because those games are that shit's like the Dark Souls of Mega Man. It's phenomenal. <laughs> the, uh, speaking of of that in particular, um, I'm sure that you guys are aware, but if you're not, the first video I ever put out on my Culture Pop YouTube channel and it's still up there. Everyone can go check it out. Is um, it's titled "Is Dark Souls Just Modern Day Mega Man?" and it's a it's me comparing uh, what why I think Dark Souls and Mega Man are so similar. Dude, if you think the original Mega Man games are hard, they are nowhere near as hard as the very first Zero game. Like, not even fucking close. I think the... Um, what was the, the second wave? Mega Man... Uh, uh, not X. ZX? No, not ZX. Uh, oh, you mean after the original Mega Man? Yeah. Uh, Mega Man X. Was it okay? Yeah, I think yeah. those are the hardest Mega Man games. They're hard for sure. I think that those are very difficult, especially. Uh, I think seven and eight are ridiculously easy compared to the first six. Mm, yeah, um, I definitely think the first three are harder in the franchise than the rest of them because I think that's around the time that gamers started being little babies and wanted easier shit. Um, but I, dude, even then, I would still say that the X games aren't as hard as the very first Zero game is. That shit is fucking ridiculous. Fair enough. Uh, all right, we're down to number fifteen. This will be Dylan's turn, correct, or is it mine? It's yours. Uh, it's I th- didn't you? Oh wait, Mega no, Man? Ju- yeah. So it's Dylan. Yeah, right? I cut Mega yeah. Man. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Okay, so it's Dylan. Um, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, this is where Cyberpunk has to go. Um, it's Ooh. not worthy of the top 10 with how they released the game. And I know it's not on the developer. Um, it's more along the lines of the rushing from the higher ups and that's understandable, but the game launched in a state that was nothing short of abysmal. Like the bugs were awful and just performance was awful. And then on top of all that, I feel like the side quests are so forgettable that it's not even funny. It yeah. just, I mean, it feels like it has no depth whatsoever. Um, the main characters are fantastic, and I love the direction of the story itself. That's something that is memorable. But um, it's the game has... I stopped playing about 30-something hours in, and I've not gone back, nor have the desire to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, it just needs to get fixed, and it needs to have some TLC post-launch that the game should have had before launch. Yeah, but since I agree. It, did not get that. I mean, it has no right to be in the top 10. So I want to talk about cyberpunk for a second. I I have two like really opposing views on CD project red at the moment regarding cyberpunk. And one of them is they, I think that they're definitely in the wrong for not showing gameplay on older model PS fours and Xbox, because we didn't know what that shit looked like. Yeah, I and that's that's strictly from my uh, higher ups. This yeah, the absolutely had nothing to do with that. But at the same time, it, it, it's 2020, dog. Like if you're still playing on a base model PS4 or Xbox One, that's kind of on you at this point. Like, uh, but some people don't have a choice. 
Yeah, I was, I was going to say, like, uh, if I hadn't gotten a Series X, I would still be on a 1S, and it would be unplayable on my system. Yeah, and that's fair. I, I And th- this is coming from somebody who is still playing on a PS4 Slim, and that's just because with the PS5 coming out, I'm not going to go buy a PS4 Pro. Like, I'm just not going to do that. Um, I think it was kind of stupid of me to buy a PS4 Slim this year anyway instead of buying a Pro. But I think that's more or less on me. I think I just wanted to be as cheap as possible when I made that purchase. Yeah, you fucking cheap ass. Um, but again, that's also because I knew the PS5 was coming and I just wanted a PS4 to hold me over. So I think that's why I bought a Slim instead of a Pro. Because I think there was only like a $100 difference. I just didn't want to pay the extra 100 You didn't want the extra hundy? But uh, I don't know. I think the game is bad, but I also don't think the game is as bad as people are making it out to be. It's not as bad as people are making it out to be. It just has some very glaring issues that need to be fixed. And hopefully they can add more content in the terms of memorable side missions because the, there's only one that I've done in the game where it's like, oh, that one was kind of cool. But it was still same copy-pasted formula. Go here, kill these people, get the outcome. Like, that's pretty much it. I definitely don't think that on base consoles the game is unplayable. I don't necessarily think that's the case because my PS4 Slim... I mean, it didn't run it great, but it ran it fine enough for me to play. That, I mean, it that was why it's my choice. Um, love the possibilities that go with the game, but for now, it it's not worthy of the top 10. No, maybe next year. Uh, okay. Um, yay, Cyberpunk Talk. Uh, and I believe it is your turn. It do be. It do be. Um... Hmm, shit. We're getting kind of down to the good stuff now. It's getting a little difficult. Um, I am going to put... I'm going to cut Twin Breaker just because I have never fucking heard of it. Uh, <laughs> Gotta be real with you. God damn it. I mean, if you want to offer I, something else I don't up, have that's anything, cool. I don't have anything else to offer up because the games that like I have lower on my ranking, I'm sure are higher on Dylan's and yours. Mm-hmm. Like below Twin Breaker for me in, in my list is of, of games that still haven't been cut are Doom Eternal, Minecraft, Animal Crossing, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And that's it. Yeah. I, um, I I would either say Twin Breaker or Eichenfeld just because I have never heard of the two other than yeah, you. I, I figured that they're the next ones to go, uh, and Twin Breaker is higher on my list than I, or lower on my list than Eichenfeld. So uh, I'll go ahead and I'll I'll be the bigger man. <laughs> I'll, I'll let it go. Okay. All right. Um, so Twin Breaker, A Sacred Symbols Adventure, is a brick-breaking game from... Uh, Lilimo Games, who's put out um, stuff like uh, I think they put out the Perils of Baking. Uh, I know for a fact they put out Habroxia because Habroxia Two is coming out in February, I think. Um, but they're a little indie studio, and they worked with Colin Moriarty, who is the host of uh, Sacred Symbols, um, which is a PlayStation podcast, and he does a whole bunch of other stuff under his CLS banner. And um, I bought it because I respect the fuck out of that guy and everything he does as far as his content creation goes. Um, And then I 
played it and I was genuinely kind of blown away by how much fun I had with it. Um, I platinumed it twice, once on PS4 and once on the Vita. And uh, I mean, it's, I mean, it it is a brick breaking game. So it's like fucking kind of like the least gamey mm. game on this list. You know, it's, it's along the same lines of like something like Tetris or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but, uh, the cool thing about it is that it added a story. Uh, it's in the same vein of like old, uh, I forget. I think it's called act racer, the NES game. Uh, that's a brick breaking game with a story to it. So it kind of harkens back to that, but like, it's a, a cool little story about space exploration and, um, you know, it's a, it's about trying to find, uh, a, um, if I remember correctly, it's about trying to find like a, a lost colonization, uh, series of ships that had to leave earth after world war three. Um, and like, it's a, I mean, it's a game about hope kind of, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't really say much more about it. I just, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it got very hard in a couple of places, uh, there was one level in particular where I was trying to get the, um, the S rank and I just like fucking wanted to pull my goddamn hair out. I was so fucking frustrated, but I beat it. I got all the, all the fucking S ranks and like, I don't know. It's just, it's a fun little game. I think it's only like $8, $9, something oh, yeah. like that. Uh, it, comes highly recommended. So, <sighs> okay. My turn, right? Yes. Okay. Correct. Um, Dylan. Hey, how you feel about Minecraft dungeons? I think it needs to be higher on the list. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, did you play it? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, I, only played about three or four hours of it. So I didn't get as far as you did. Mm -hmm. Um, I only got to like, uh, I'm trying to think of the, well, let me see this. No. Yeah. Cause I would even cut Valhalla before I cut dungeons. Oh shit. For real. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I didn't know that. Um, I was not expecting that shit. Okay. Oh. Uh, it's going to take too much time for me to look up where exactly I got in Minecraft Dungeons, but, uh, okay. Um, let me look at my list. What about how are we feeling about Doom Eternal? I could go that route. Does it need to go higher? I think it should be higher. Mm, okay. Personally. I... Okay. You know what? Actually, <laughs> let me let me just let me just skim through some of the other games on this the, list. The only other one that I think I'm listen, the I'm I don't want to. I really don't want to. But I'm willing to cut Eichenfell because I don't think either of you two have played it. I have not. No, nope. I've seen it from you telling us about it. 
So if if we can't come to a, a consistent uh, consensus on another game, I'm okay cutting Iconfell, but I want it to be known that I do not want to cut it yet. I'm okay what. with Doom Eternal. If you cut Iconfell, I'll do you a slick solid. Okay. What, what would that? What's the slick solid? solid? Oh, I'm not going to tell you that yet. No, we're going to wait on that. Oh, what no, 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 no. I tell you what, we're not playing that. You cut Iconfell, and I am willing to cut Doom Eternal on my next pass. Okay, but why don't we just cut Doom Eternal now? Because we're all fine with it. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't care. Do what you want. It don't matter. <laughs> Doom Eternal was good, but it wasn't as good as some of the other games on this list. Uh, okay. I think I personally think the game is fucking great, but I understand that Doom, the Doom franchise as a whole, is a game that is not for everyone. Okay, so we're just so I'm clear, we're cutting Doom Eternal. Got it. Yes. Really okay. dark joke, but I'm not going to say that. <laughs> okay, so uh, I I will say this about Doom Eternal. Okay, Doom Eternal is more doom and that is awesome Mm -hmm. on the other hand though it's just kind of more doom yeah but with like a worse story like i i i respected the fuck out of doom 2016 because of the fact that it really went back to the roots of what doom was and it was just a here you go shoot the fuck out some demons you're done. All of it. And, and it had like a, it sort of had a story and you got more like bits and pieces of it as you collected like the audio logs and, and shit like that. But I feel like Doom Eternals really, um, what's the word that I'm trying to say? I, I guess overt, like the in your face story really rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know why it just uh, it just did, and then the like even the opening cinematic I was just like this is fucking silly where he's like in his spaceship coming back to Earth, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. It just it it was almost too silly for me. Yeah, that's um, fair. That that said, it is. I mean, it is a fun game. I feel bad about cutting it, but like. I just, for me, there are games on this list that I I much prefer. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. That's why I'm cool with I'm cool with letting it go. <laughs> okay, uh, I guess that brings us to Dylan, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with Persona Five. Oh, I don't. Mm, Austin. I, I am going to say I'm cool with it because it is not what? an entirely new game. <laughs> Are you fucking crazy? It is not an entirely new title. Holy shit, bro. <laughs> Hang on. Real quick. I just want to fucking like... Are you shitting me? I, I'm not, unfortunately. <laughs> L- I, listen, this I is why when I we all have play. the capability, we need to do the Twitch version of a podcast where we go yes. on the podcast channel because that would be fucking awesome. So uh, I, I just I'm so baffled. 
I'm so baffled. Pulled I, out I the haven't big even word. played Persona 5 Royal. Yeah. I, 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 I've only played the original, right? I think so, it's great. I don't understand. <laughs> it's just you not new. It's not entirely new. That's why I'm doing it. Yeah. It, it's, it's you know, a couple of hours of extra content thrown in and repackaged. It's not entirely new. Man. While I think the extra content was worth it, I think it was worth paying $60 again, which I fucking did. I say again, even though I definitely didn't buy the first one, but for people who did, it's worth it. But it's not entirely new. I don't. Um, hold on. I actually, I definitely don't think Minecraft Dungeon needs to go higher than Persona Five. I will say it is. It. And uh, I don't know. About I, that I one. think I think Minecraft Dungeons is is uh, Dylan's. I. Hmm. I'm what not 100 percent positive, but I think that Minecraft is he cut off? Is, Yeah, Josh is cutting out on my end too. Oh damn it! Really. Holy shit, he's cutting out bad. Can you guys hear me? I'm scared. I am also scared. <laughs> I'm just going to let him figure his shit out. Josh, you okay? Can you guys He's not me? even like, his fucking thing isn't even lighting up now. Okay. Nope. Oh shit! And he goes by. Honestly, I think Final Fantasy VII should go out before Persona Five does. I can't like I that uh, I just can't. It's just Persona Five. It's not a new game. And neither is Final Fantasy VII. But it is like. All right. Can you guys? Yes. You yeah. Guys we, can, we can hear you. Okay. I don't know what the fuck that was about. Josh, how do you feel about that? No. Okay. Um. What I was saying, I don't know if you guys heard me. Is I don't. No, I heard nothing. I think that Minecraft Dungeons is Dylan's game of the year. It's not even close. What the fuck? Then why are you so adverse to cutting because it? Because it needs to be higher. That's why. I don't I think it should be higher than Persona 5. It's, Persona 5 is not a new game. It offered... Yeah, but it's fucking Minecraft. Okay, this game no, came out last it's, year. It's not just Minecraft, though. It's I haven't personally played Dungeons, so... Okay, Persona 5 is just another rehash of what we had before. Uh, I also don't think that's entirely accurate because they... Well, it's more accurate they, than him cutting Final Fantasy VII, which should not yeah, be a thing No, right se- now. 7's not going this early, sorry. I think it should go before Persona 5 does. No, it should not, no. Think, okay. I, th- I think Persona 5 is better. Look, cut that shit, Persona 5, because no. <laughs> I'm okay. Going. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that that's your your reasoning because because no, it was no. because no. <laughs> it it's an older game. I mean, it's like it's like it's not this year's new title. I'm okay right, with it making right. it this far, but it does not belong higher. I no I think it's at least top ten. Nope. Again, um, the same shit. We're at twelve. Yeah. Um. What if no? What if I it shouldn't even be no? It shouldn't even be above Eichenfell. No. Persona Five came out four years ago. Like I understand this is its what remaster, remake, whatever. The thing is, is it it does 
for, for, this is my understanding because again I haven't played it but it's my understanding that there's an entirely new set of character interactions an entirely new character there's a more developed plot line with the villain like cool you got some place. DLC <laughs> <laughs> no sir no sir well, what about Valhalla no, it is a four-year-old fucking game with DLC added to it. We shouldn't even be having this conversation. Uh, oh, Lord. I, I literally have new dog in this fight because I've not played Royal or Royal. So I, I think I think something like Eichenfell should go before Persona 5. It is a brand new like, I would even game. say Resident Evil 3 should go. No, no, sir. no, no, no. Eichenfeld gave Josh like a heartfelt, like new connection to a game. He talked about it vividly in the podcast from your way back when, but like persona five is a four year game with DLC added to it. Every other game on this list brought something. All right. Good this all, right year. all right. I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> Cut it. Let it go. All right. Goodbye. All right. All right. Okay. So we're talking the number 12 persona five Royal, uh, do you wanna do you wanna say your piece about how great it is, Austin? Um, it's fucking cool. It's got this super '80s anime vibe that I just really fucking dig. Um, I think that's probably my favorite era of anime, even though there's not a lot to choose from. But I think that's mostly Gundam's fault. Um, it's great if you play Persona Five. Go go pay more money and play it again. It's <laughs> it. I think it. I think you can get it at GameStop right now for twenty bucks. So go go do that. Stop listening to us and go do that right now. Fair enough. Okay. Um, that brings us to Austin, I think. Austin. All right, Dylan, you want to go for the throat? I'm going to go for the throat too. Valhalla. I think that game is bad. Agreed. It can go. Uh, wow. Literally, fuck you. <laughs> I told you a long time ago it could have gone when we were cutting whatever else. I'd fucking damn it. All right. Well, we're cutting Valhalla then. Okay. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I'll say something uh, about it real quick uh, because I, I have probably the least to say since I've played it probably the least of us. Um, I think this game's cool. Uh, it gives me vibes that uh, harken back to the old Assassin's Creed, and I really enjoy that. I think Eivor's a pretty nice little character. Um or at least my female version. I don't know about the male version. Um, I really dig the, the parrying and the combat system as a whole. Um, my, my complaint and the reason that it isn't higher on my list is, well, one, I haven't played it enough probably, but two, uh, it's just, it's so fucking big and there's so much to do. Yeah. Um, but, uh, do you have any nice things to say about it, Dylan? Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, literally, I think the game is fantastic. I don't know if it's perfect, but it's pretty up there. I mean, I love the side quests and the story is very just, it's in capturing and it'll really draw you in and the combat is so much fun. Um, just the the combination of the parrying with the normal attacks within your abilities that you can use. I think the game did everything right, um, but it hasn't brought me back in to finish the story yet. Um, I'm going to, I'm just playing a lot of other shit. And I think, I mean, it was good. I think it did great. I think it did so much better than Cyberpunk. Um, like if you were to choose between the two games this year, I think that's the one you should have gotten if you were deciding between the two. Um, that's definitely the adventure game. 
Um, but yeah, it's fantastic. I just think it's it's time for it to go on the list. All right. Cool. Awesome. 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 Um. All right. Well, that brings it to my pick, and um, I think. Top ten. Yeah, top, number ten on our on our list. Uh, I think it's time to cut Eichenfell. Nice. Um, I I really really like this game. I think it is super super fucking charming. It like every single character interaction I've had with any of the characters, I've really enjoyed. It has made me laugh. Uh, it has made me not cry, but like get very very emotional. And uh, it's get. It's got some of the best fucking music of any game this year. Um, I I really, really wish that it you guys had played it because I think it would have won our uh, best music um, mm-hmm. award. It, it's just really, really good. It Again, it's super charming. It's really heartwarming. It's right up my fucking alley. Um but I think top 10 is, is really high for it and it, it feels like it needs to go now. So, all right. I'll tell you what, I'll pick it up when T daddy gives us those stimmies. <laughs> please, please don't say that. Please don't say that ever again. <laughs> the stimmies, y'all seen that? They just, they just passed the stimmies. Got to go one more spot and then we got it. Jesus fucking Christ. So, come on T daddy. I need money. <laughs> I'm broke. Help a help a homie out. Help a homie out. I am broke um, in this bitch. <laughs> Whose turn is it? <laughs> it's 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 uh it's Dylan's turn. Dylan's I okay. Go for All it. All right. Dylan. So long, Phoenix Rising. So nope. long. Nope. 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 Well, nope. 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 You nope, can nope, give me nope, one of nope, your nope, other nope, options nope. then, because that's I will the give one. you every other game I fucking played. I don't know which one that. Okay, then I'm cutting Miles Morales. Cut that shit. Uh, Cut that shit the fuck out. Um, I don't know. Um, hang on. What what else do we have? I will burn a Josh, city if down you could, Phoenix Rising. If you agree with Immortals Phoenix Rising, Josh, that's that's the well, majority. I, I haven't I haven't played that, but I'm trying okay. to see if I can offer something up instead of uh, Miles Morales. Miles Morales is um, is going to go higher for me. Okay, well, let's just cut Immortals Phoenix Rising. Um, <laughs> what about what about Animal Crossing? Nope, not for me. I would even give I would even give up Ghost of Tsushima. No, no, sir, <laughs> no. If you go fuck yourself, no, sir. No. Nope. Okay, I will cut Ghost of Tsushima or Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Okay, it's Immortals. You're it's literally a piece of shit. <laughs> uh. Mm. Immortals Phoenix Rising to me is genuinely the best game I've played all year long. What about? <laughs> I'm going what Immortals. Final, what about Final Fantasy VII? I think it needs to be higher. Hello, whispers. Mm-hmm. We can cut Immortals. I I just okay. Uh, and, God damn it. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Okay. Cool. Okay. That is the one. Uh, let me say some nice things about this game. I 
don't know what it is about this one that makes me not like it as much as 2018 Spider-Man. Um, but it is better in every single way. Uh, and I know that sounds weird to a lot of people, but like there are, um, character moments in this that are just genuinely touching and really fucking beautiful. And I, love miles morales as a character especially in this game um i don't think i like him quite as much as i like him in the uh spider-verse movie but like he goes on such a journey in this game and it is really really beautiful watching it and i i don't know man like this game is really good it's really fucking good and um I mean, Austin has said stuff about it before on the podcast about the representation stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and that stuff is awesome. Um, I think that there are a number of characters in here that are undercooked compared to Spidey twenty eighteen, um, and I think it loses a little bit of points for that for me. Yeah, but a- as a whole, uh, Miles Morales was my number five game of the year. And, um, it is, yeah, I mean, it's really good. It, I, I would have, I would have fought for it to be higher in this list had it have been a more filled out adventure. Uh, I, I don't think I necessarily disagree with that, but, uh, it, so it's hard for me because I feel like, it should be longer in the sense that I feel like there are character moments in this game that are missing or uh, yeah. that are missing. Like I really feel like the part of the reason that I think I like 2018 better, even though I think that Miles Morales is a better game is I really think that the relationship between Doc Ock and Peter is way more fleshed out than the relationship between Finn and Miles Morales in this one. I agree. Finn to me feels like a very, I don't want to say one note character, but like I, I never really get to see her with Miles in a, in like sweet and tender moments. So it doesn't hit nearly as hard when the end of the game happens. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I saw Peter and doc Ock in 2018 Spider-Man and I saw the father figure stuff going on and I saw all of these layers to Otto that yeah. when you get to the end of the game, it hurts so much that fight between you and him. And I just didn't get that with Finn and Miles. Mm-hmm. I agree. There are there are things in this game that I think hit harder than 2018, like the postcards at the end. Mm-hmm. When you finish that like side mission or whatever, like dude, I I teared up really fucking hard. They're just yeah, I bawled like a bitch. Yeah, that shit was sad. Um. I hate seeing it go this early because, uh, like I said, it is, it's my top five. Um, but 
it broke the top ten, so I'm I'm happy with that. With that. Yep. So um who's turn is it? Austin. 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 All right, Josh. No. The what whatever it is, fucking no. <laughs> this is really hard. I am kinda in a three way tie. Okay. I like three ways. I love them. Um I'd like to be it, a part of one someday. Well, <laughs> I fucking hate the both of you. That's what the three of us are for, am I right? Hey. Hey. Oh, yeah. They don't circle call it the jerk. devil's threesome for nothing. Wouldn't that be like a triangular jerk, not a circle jerk? We're about, yeah, to, so. we're about to change the name of this podcast to the three meat treat. Um, how long have you ever. been sitting on that? Uh, three meat treat is actually the name of a group chat that I have been in since high school. Jesus. And it shows. <laughs> yep. It does. A lot of dick pics in that one. You just um, compare weekly progress or. No. Okay. So we used to do this thing. Oh, my. Where... <laughs> I can't believe we're actually talking about our fucking dick. I've got to explain it. It's very quick. We did this thing where whenever we went to a new place, we would take a picture of our dicks on a wall. It's weird, but it's totally Wait, a thing. What? Whenever we went to a new place that we had never been before, we somehow snuck a picture of our dicks on the wall. I hate you. You're and the thus worst your exhibitionism was born. And yes, people's houses also fucking counted. God damn it. <sighs> However, is, Josh, you don't have big. to worry. That tradition died like three years ago. So Good. this is bigger than the whole podcast. Like, we However, learned it. Yeah, we need to delve into this, this <laughs> yes. particular thing. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, I also was in another group chat where we would do our nuts instead. And, uh, oh, I don't was know that how called? any of these happen. Uh, that one was actually called Nut Surprise, I think. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. You guys really came up with the goods for that one. Yep, we did. Um, I've taken right. so many pictures of my nuts on a Waffle House sink. So don't use Waffle House sinks because they're gross. I, Never enter a public bathroom, and you're the exact reason why. Yep. Uh, bear in mind, very immature when I was doing that. I think I was like 18 when that shit was going on. So. Which was like five years ago. Yeah, but a lot can change in five years. I've had two kids in five years, bud. Yep. Have, so, um, All right, let's go. <laughs> I need to stop asking questions. So my three-way tie is... Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. All right. Animal Crossing, Minecraft Dungeons, and The Last of Us Part 2. Oh! <laughs> I think that every other game on this list is better than. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Look, I'm cool with cutting Hades this early, but I know you guys are gonna read my dick for that. Hold on. If Austin and I agree to cut Last of Us, is it out? Because fuck that game. No, it is not. Then you have to give us another game. I'll give you Final Fantasy VII remake. I can't go for that one. It's, I can't. Well, it's not going above fucking Last of Us Part Two. I can tell you that fucking much. Um, shit. I we, really want to cut Minecraft Dungeons really okay. bad. Okay, I'll, okay, I'll go with that one. If we can't uh, cut the Last of Us, I'll go with that one. Either that one, either that one, or Animal Crossing. It's okay, one it's of not going to be Animal Crossing, but uh, I'll we'll go with Dungeons. <laughs> okay, Dungeons is cut then. Uh, Okay, uh, we're 100% <laughs> positive. I just want to make sure. No, because I'll cut The Last of Us right now. No, The Last of Us is not going. And you're unwilling to go with Final Fantasy, Austin? I I definitely think Final Fantasy should be higher than Minecraft Dungeons. Okay, all right. 
All right. Okay. Are we settling on Minecraft? Yes. All right. Minecraft it is. Uh, so the reason that I... So I knew none of my games would win Game of the Year. So essentially it was yeah, to strategically... It was no, it was going to be a strategic way to get them as high as I possibly could. Um, the only other game that I could have a game of the year would be Hades, but I'm neither here nor there. Um, I actually enjoyed Minecraft Dungeons far more than Hades. Um, you're a fucking crazy person. No, that's just my opinion. I mean, again, Hades is a game that didn't bring me back. He hit um, you with my, the, no, that's my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think we've stated it on here before. You can have wrong opinions. Yeah, but it's only from your perspective, though. Um, And then (laughs) Dungeons lasted longer for me. It kept me coming back over and over, and I think it's because it's a winning formula. It's Minecraft, which I have played well over 4,000 hours on, and then it took... Yeah, so that's a fun fact about me. It was the first game that ever hit 2,000 hours played for me, and then it was the first game to go well above that. Um. While you guys so, are talking about this, I am going to run and grab a drink because I am very parched. So do your thing. Cool. Um, so since that will be spliced out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let me think of a good transition. Fuck it. I might leave it in. <laughs> oh, okay. Then no transition. Uh, <laughs> oh, behind the scenes, the blooper reel. The blo- um, blooper team. Um, Ooh. Yeah, cut them. No, I'm joking. Uh, Kill you. I know. <laughs> um, it, it it was a game that really inspired me to start my Let's Play series too because it was just something that was fun and you could jump into. And it's something initially you don't really think it's going to be that hard of a game. But a buddy of mine from work has started playing it recently with his girlfriend and he was like, you know, you do the first couple of levels and then all of a sudden, holy shit, it gets hard. And I'm like, yeah. The game is actually challenging. It like pro- it provides a genuine threat sometimes, and it's a lot of fun to be put into those high-intensity situations. I know Hades does the same thing, but when I say that I would have put Minecraft Dungeons above Hades, that's just from my perspective. I had more fun with it. I had more fun coming back and seeing what the next chapter entailed for me. And then getting to learn all these mechanics with the artifacts and then the, the like different um, enchantments you could put on your stuff so you could get bonuses from different types of attacks. It was a lot of fun just to learn everything. And I still feel like I did not learn everything. Um, They did so many mechanics right in the game. And then it led up to this chase against the arch illager and you get there and you beat him, And it's a fantastically like, it's just a fantastic boss fight. And then he dies and then it's not the boss that you thought it was. It's actually someone possessing the Arch Illager. It's the Heart of Ender. And that's quite honestly the hardest boss that I've had to face all year. Um, It was like, I understand the ones in Hades are hard as well. But again, like the Heart of Ender was a slap in the face from the rest of the game. It's like, wake the fuck up. Like, this is something that hadn't been done before in Minecraft Dungeons. Like, you had these different bosses that were fairly difficult but as soon as you figured out the mechanic like you were good with the heart of ender as soon as you figured out one mechanic there was another one that was thrown on your face and then another one and another one it just kept coming um dj Khaled, another one but it was i just had a great time a great time with minecraft dungeons and i wish more people would give it a chance because whether you're playing by yourself like i am or like i just mentioned with you and a girlfriend or you and a friend whatever it's a lot of fun 
and you can you can provide a lot of memories with it. So I'm okay. glad it made it as high as it did. Word. Dope. Um, who just cut that? Was that a that was that was Austin? That was me. That was me. I did that. Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake has got to go. Hell yeah. Um, I love this game. All right, that was it. (laughs) (laughs) I I I really I know it's it's like it sounds like I don't because I've got it lower than like. Some other games that I think a lot of people are going to be like, eh, but the the problems would I that I have with this game are very similar to the problems I have with The Last of Us Part Two. I think from game design perspectives, both of these games are fucking rad. I love everything about playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. The problem is that <laughs> that um, uh, I thought that would elicit more of a reaction. I guess not. Well, I left. Well, I didn't want to interrupt you, but personally, <laughs> I think bodily functions are disgusting. Oh yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the oh, I don't even remember what I was saying. Um, oh, so I love everything about playing Final Fantasy VII. Like, I, I seriously love it. The problem comes when the story is happening. Because it's, for the most part, a story that I've already played. And I don't, I don't have a problem with that because I, I replay games a lot. But you play this game and then you get all the way to the end. And it kind of just pulls the rug out from underneath of you and is like, yeah, listen, this game is something way different than you think it is. And I fucking hate that. I I really, really fucking hated the end of this game because it, can I spoil it? Are, you, yeah. are either of you interested in, in playing it at all? Uh, it's going to be a hot minute before I get to it. It is very deep in the backlog, sir. Okay. I'll forget um, all this by the time I get to it. Okay. Well, so, spoiler alert, the ending of this game basically becomes a fucking Kingdom Hearts thing, where Sephiroth comes in and is like, by the way, there are ways for us to uh, to change this thing. Like, we're going to have to fight fate. And, like, there's a part... Ew, that I, is very Kingdom Hearts. I hate it. I swear to fucking God, man. There's a part where Red 13 looks directly into the fucking camera and says, we are going to have to fight fate. And then it cuts to fucking Aerith, and she's like, I don't know. Can we do this? Yeah, the the console would be turned off at that point. Dude, it's like it's so bad. That's the cringiest and, shit I've ever like, heard. I I straight up was I like the entire game I was like, yeah, I'm in it. I'm in it. Even even with the weird chef w- shit with like the dementors like I just that ending fucking kills me. It ruins everything that made that game great, I think. And and kind of almost shits on the legacy of Final Fantasy VII, and like it's 
it's Kingdom Hearts, man. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking Kingdom Hearts. And you just I made me not want to finish Hearts. that game. I'm not going to lie. It's just, I, I don't know. I, I really do love this game. I really think that it is, it really is something special. But there's just, the ending of it almost completely sours the rest of the experience for me. And uh, it had to go at number seven. So, cool. Dylan, it's back to your turn. Uh, so the last of us part two or Phoenix rising. I think Phoenix rising is Austin's game of the year. Uh, last of us part two is number four for me. So I feel comfortable cutting it. Oh, all right. Then go with another eulogy then. Okay. <sighs> Give it a eulogy. I really would have liked to see this game break the top five, but uh, it's okay that it doesn't. The Last of Us Part Two. Where do I fucking begin? Um, I'm trying to form my thoughts. That was a, a really bad silence. Uh, so. <laughs> Can I give you like a random sound effect just to add in those moments of silence? Like, Whoa. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared to even ask. I don't know. I'll just make something up. I'll go like oh. boing or something like just so if we can like every time there's just a, this long drawn out silence, you just put one of those in there. <laughs> Honestly. Um, we'll we'll yeah, discuss I, it later. Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss this later. So <laughs> the last of us part two. Initially was one of those games that I really feel like was getting shit on maybe rightfully so because of its storytelling, which I'll I'll get to my complaints with that later. Um, But there was a lot of stuff that I was seeing when this game was being talked about, like it was in the zeitgeist that I just felt was really fucking wrong. Like people were, were saying like, it's not fun to play. Like, uh, I, I mean, and it goes, it goes both ways. It was hyperbole on, on both sides. Like there were mm-hmm. the people who were like, this is a 10 out of 10 masterpiece. And he's just, no, it's not. It like, yeah. it's, it's very good, but it is not a 10 out of 10 masterpiece. And then there were the other people who were like, well, it's got like, lesbians and transgender characters. So it's fucking awful. Like, mm, no, you're just an asshole. Uh, the last of us part two is not the best naughty dog game. I still think that it's the first last of us. And the thing is though, that this was a studio trying their hardest to make what they thought was going to be that genre defining or like console defining experience. And in many ways, I think that it is. I think that this game is the most stunning fucking game on the PS4 by a mile. I don't think anything else comes close. Um, I think that the performances from everyone involved is fucking top notch. I think that the gameplay 
is probably the best thing that Naughty Dog has done. Um, the problem with The Last of Us Part Two is in its writing, and I think its narrative design. And the reason for that is is the I watched um, I I pointed it out last episode I think the the uh, the Nakey Jakey video about the outdated game design of The Last of Us Part Two. And in it, he points out to this article from the co-director of the first Last of Us, Bruce Straley, where he says he's talking about the um, uh, shit. I forget the 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 term for it, but basically, it's where like the story and the gameplay don't exactly match. So mm-hmm. like. In Uncharted, it's this lighthearted adventure, sort of Indiana Jones style, but Nathan Drake is a fucking serial murderer. Hmm. And, like, he's just mowing motherfuckers down. And that was something that they, I think, tried to, rather successfully, I think, implement in The Last of Us. But the problem was, is I think that I don't, know that Naughty Dog or specifically Neil Druckmann thought that they did enough a good enough job. So when they set out to make The Last of Us Part 2, they were like, we need to make you feel every death. We need to make you understand what you're doing and so that then like the gameplay matches the story, blah, blah, blah. And I think that that is really ambitious and I think that the goal of that is a really smart game design goal. Mm-hmm. The fucking problem is the game is so much fun for me to blow motherfuckers up that when it cuts to a scene of me being forced to commit something heinous with Ellie, I either a don't care or I gleefully go along with it because it's just a game. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not the things that it is trying to say about the, the circle of violence and, fucking like the power of forgiveness and, and all of this other shit does not go with the game that it had me play for fucking 20 hours. It just fucking doesn't not only that, but like there are problems with the narrative design in that there are characters here that like get one or two scenes after they're already dead. And even those one or two scenes aren't enough for me to fucking care about the character. Like yeah. the only characters that get really good, like growth are the ones that you spend the most time with. And like, that's fine. But like Naughty Dog is saying, see, don't you feel about, feel bad about killing this Vita girl? I'm like, no, I don't feel bad because she had one fucking scene. Like, just because she's like has one character trait and like she talks to Abby later in the game when you're playing as Abby, that doesn't fucking mean anything to me. Like I've already killed her. There's no, there's nothing there. I don't ca- like, there's no reason for me to care whatsoever. Yeah. There are so many bad things about the writing that like, I don't, I genuinely don't understand how anybody was playing this game and was like, yeah, this is a 10 out of 10 masterpiece. I just don't, I, I will never, ever get that. Mm-hmm. But after having railed on it, this is maybe the game that has turned around the most in my mind. I think that The Last of Us Part Two is a phenomenal game, and it has only gotten stronger since I've played it. And 
is not the genre-defining and console-defining experience that I think a lot of people would have you believe, but it is a damn fucking good game. Mm-hmm. And I really, really, really recommend it. Yeah, especially right now with... Uh, from what I've seen, the price has pretty much dropped because, I mean, it's been $30 since Black Friday everywhere. Yeah. Like, the yeah, price it, has not changed. And yeah. I'm I'm definitely got my eyes on it. I still will need to finish the first one. And once I do that, I'll probably pick it up and play it. it I, I think it's worth it, but, you know. Uh, but it goes out at number six. So uh, Ooh, we're down to our five. We're down to our top five. Hell yeah. So, uh, Austin, I believe. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <sighs> it's either Animal Crossing or Resident Evil 3. I'll go one of Resident the, Evil 3. One of the two. <laughs> Honestly. Of fucking course you will. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Listen, I really want to cut Hades. I really want to cut Hades. It's not happening. But I'm not going to yet because I know I'm going to get my dick railed the moment I do. <laughs> yeah. Resonant. That's not necessarily a bad thing. But um, I'll just turn to your little group chat. T- I've already been doing that, G. Uh, d- Resident Evil 3. There's, there's no way. There's no way that you're putting Animal Crossing above Resident Evil 3. There's no I way. am putting yeah. Animal Crossing above Resident Evil 3, and you want to know why? I think that as a community, I think Animal Crossing has helped people more this year than any other game that's released this year, and I will give that to Animal Crossing. And we'll talk about that later, but I, I, I know it's not making it, but it is my game of the year, so I'm not cutting it now. I, I will give that to Animal Crossing. I, as far as a community goes, I don't think that any other game that's released this year has made the impact that Animal Crossing has. GG, goodbye. Josh, give another eulogy. <laughs> this is some fucking bullshit. <laughs> Resident Evil 3 Remake is my number three game of the year. Oh, wow. Um, I fucking hate you both. I can go ahead and call how the next set's going to go. Yeah, I think I can too. Um, all right. Resident Evil 3 Remake uh, got a lot of shit. Um, maybe, maybe rightfully so to some people. But uh, I think the biggest thing that a lot of people said is that it is $60, but it's only 10 hours long. And I think that that is actual fucking atrocious ass garbage. I think that everything about Resident Evil 3 is fucking wonderful. I mean, so was Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal was only eight hours long and people still paid 60 bucks for that. Yeah. Oh, well, Resident Evil 3 was better than Doom Eternal. But anyway, (laughs) I'm not going to argue that. I agree with you. The, the amount of work that went into this game, like this game is literally, I mean, and I mean this literally cut from the same cloth that Resident Evil 2 remake was and f- motherfuckers like jizzed their pants for Resident Evil 2 remake. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. I think it's great. It may be my game of the year from last year. Like, I mean, it it's close for sure. It's very close. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for some reason people were just like, uh, yeah, this one's too short. And, uh, you know, 
they tacked on this multiplayer thing because whatever, but they didn't tack it on. They had been developing this for a while and it's kind of fucking fun. Like just because you don't like it doesn't make it not valuable. Like if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I just, I think that Jill is a really fun character. I think that Carlos is a really fun character and I enjoyed all of the banter between the two of them. I resident evil three, just for the record, the original one on the PS one is one of the games that I would probably put into my top 10. I really love that game. Um, I, I know a lot of people say that two is, and I think I do think that two is better uh, overall, but like, Three just holds a really weird and special place in my heart. And, uh, I mean, part of that is probably because of Nemesis. I, I really love Nemesis. He's kind of like a mm-hmm. souped up version of Mr. X. Um, I don't know, man. I, I really love this game. I, I, I adore everything about it. It's, super fun like i know that it like got really good reviews everywhere and and shit like that but like it's um i don't know it i still somehow think that it is underrated um yeah you guys are fucking assholes i hate you both well it's okay because you'll get game of the year well we'll see (laughs) well i would hope yeah, Animal Crossing. Just for the record, I'm because you haven't been updating down here. Animal Crossing, you said was your game of the year. Yeah. Oh, I didn't okay. know we were doing that all the way down there. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I was updating it as we went. Uh, Austin, I guess, went ahead and filled his all out because jackass. <sighs> Look, man. Most of my games have already been cut. Yeah. I think I got two left. Okay. Well, um, you, Dylan, just cut Resident Evil 3 Remake, right? No, uh, Austin, wasn't that yours? Yeah, that was mine. So what's your turn, Josh? Oh, okay. Um, Mm -hmm. All right, it's either Animal Crossing or Immortals. Uh, I, um, I haven't played Immortals. I can't 100% say. So maybe that's a little bit unfair. But uh, I'll cut because we always shit on everything that happens with Austin. I'll cut Animal Crossing. Are you are you being the bigger man? I mean, I am because other than that, I would cut Hades immediately. <laughs> I fucking hate you so much. Uh, all right. Animal Crossing it is. All right. All right. Um, who wants to say something about it first? Um, I will. It was good. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it started off as just, so I, I was familiar with the handheld games. I hadn't really delved too much. So this was technically my first one. Um, but I was familiar enough to at least respect what the game did. And it did everything right. It made me feel like I was developing a community. I mean, you guys know how much I love Stardew Valley, so this one kind of hits Jesus the nail Christ, on the yeah. head. Yeah. <clears throat> um, 
So this was one of those things where Sabrina was the one that influenced this purchase because otherwise I don't necessarily know that I would have gotten it, but she kind of hyped me up for it. So when I did get it and I started to put the work into the island, that's when the love kind of blossomed too. And I mean, I can make my jokes all day long about me fishing in the game and that's all I did, but I did it because it was fun. Um, it offered so much to do. And I offered like you could collect stuff daily on your island and like co communicate daily with the villagers and like develop relationships that way. You could fish and complete the museum. And it's like all these things seem so small in the grand scheme of things, but that's kind of the humble beauty of what Animal Crossing is. It's like you're slowly working towards this giant goal over time, which is a little funny because you're like paying off debt. <laughs> I mean, who would have thought that you would be doing that and having fun doing it? But they did it very well. Um, I really liked the opportunity to like explore new islands and find new villagers. And if you didn't like the villager on that island, you were still gaining like tons of resources, could even find like special unique islands. Um, and on top of all of that, they continued to release updates throughout the year that made it more inclusive. They had the Easter event, they had the summer event, they had this, the update, the summer update. Uh, you could go swimming and stuff, and then they had... Oh, what? Yep. They did that. They made it to where you could go into the water. Um, and then like they rolled out the Halloween event, and it brought back memorable characters. And then the Christmas event, winter event happened, and you could build snowmen and just really continue to add to the charm of what the game truly offered. And they never stopped giving free updates all year. And the community that goes with it is so wholesome. It's just like the Stardew Valley community. It's just people being there for one another. And I don't feel like you get that from any of the other games on the list. You truly do not have what Animal Crossing brought to a sense of community with any other game this year. Um, it made you feel like you always had people that you could turn to and share ideas with or just you discuss what was going on in your village's day-to-day -day life or just the game itself. You could always find something to talk about. And of course I'm talking about <clears throat> Reddit and stuff like that, but I mean, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it was, there was always somewhere you could turn and people were so positively optimistic and receiving and helpful and nothing else has had that this year. Um, so the game hit every single high point that it possibly could. There's literally not one single bad thing I could say about the game, nor do I think anyone else truly could because it would come across as a little nitpicky. I mean, it hit everything on the head and truly they crafted a perfect game. So that's why it was my game of the year. Hell yeah. I, the thing with me and Animal Crossing... <laughs> I think I probably have five hours in it max. Um, I have not done that much. However, like I've already said, uh, this episode, what, like 30 minutes? Maybe, probably not even that long ago, probably 20. Um, I have seen through Reddit and Facebook groups what Animal Crossing has been able to do for the community. I think that Animal Crossing came out at the most perfect fucking time that it could have ever come out this year. Um, like, for example, I saw on Reddit, 
where a class of kids who obviously weren't going to be able to have a graduation ceremony because of COVID actually all got together, went, bought switch lights, went and bought Animal Crossing and had a little graduation in Animal Crossing. And I think that's so fucking wholesome. And yeah, it's not the same thing as an actual graduation, but they still got to experience something with the rest of their graduating class. And I think that's really fucking cool. It is because it brought a sense of community together when community has been the most distant it's ever been. Yep, I agree. And it gave I, people a way to connect. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I mean, that's something that I overlooked. It's given people a way near and far to be able to connect with one another. And I've seen that firsthand because Sabrina lives here in Georgia, but she's a lit- originally from the West Coast. So all of her friends are over there in Arizona and just seeing her being able to interact with those guys again and just drop into their islands and stuff like that, that itself was a beautiful sense of community and like, yeah, to connect. but then during the COVID times too, like you said, there were so many opportunities that the game just kept giving. So just another mm-hmm. high point for them. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, I've been wanting to get back into the game. Um, I haven't yet because correct me if I'm wrong, but I know they're doing like a big Christmas event. Um, I don't play any multiplayer games that do Christmas events around Christmas. Uh, and that's just a personal thing. So once this, once I know this Christmas event, Christmas event is over, I do plan on hopping back into it and maybe trying to put some more time on it. Yeah. It's still about, I don't know if it's just going to transition to like a winter event or if it'll stay going, but it is happening right now. I just, I no, I don't do Christmas events and multiplayer things. I don't like them. <laughs> That's just a personal thing, though. That's, yeah. Oh. Okay, well, um, I echo everything that the both of you just said. I, honestly, this was the game that kind of got me back into gaming this year. Oh, yeah. Um, I... For a very long time after me and Kayla started dating, um, it was like I I I didn't play games uh, just because the the relationship kind of like I this is going to sound bad like I and I don't mean it to be like I love spending time with Kayla, um, but it because I love spending time with her it kind of tore me away from things that I also love to do, which is, you know, playing video games and watching movies. But this was the year that I decided <clears throat> I'm going to do more of those things because I love them. Mm-hmm. And Balance. animal. Yeah. Yeah. And animal crossing was kind of the game that was like, yeah, here you go. You like video games, right? Um, oh Yeah. I mean, Resident Evil 3 kind of was that because I was super excited about it. But, like, uh, it just, f- for whatever reason, maybe maybe it was because it was so short. Um, it, it didn't quite grab me the way initially that New Horizons did. And it all, New Horizons also was the game that brought me back to my Switch. Like, I... I think the last game that I had played on my switch was probably, um, me going through breath of the wild still back in like, fuck, maybe like early 2018, 
maybe. And and I hadn't really touched my switch, but maybe on and off here and there after that. And it it brought me back. And like now my switch is kind of like always with me most of the time, at least. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's because of New Horizons. Um, the, the, my only knock against this game is like it didn't have any staying power with me after the first couple of months. That That's why it ranked so low on my initial rankings. But like if I had stuck around, I'm sure that it would be much higher. I just, <clears throat> for whatever reason, it grabbed me and sucked me in for a solid two months and then I just stopped playing it and it was I, I didn't think about it again. Oh yeah. So uh, awesome. Yeah, it's a great little game. Number three, this is I think it's my cut. I think it is your, it cut. Is your cut. Yeah. <clears throat> well, lads. I mean, I see, look, I feel bad that it has to, like, I would, honest to God, give up Hades right now just to see Austin's title make it higher, but I don't know if that's going to go. Austin, I know that's your game of the year, so that sucks. It uh, it made it to top three, so <laughs> it did. Um, and I know you'd probably rather see it higher than Hades, so uh, yes. But if that can't happen, I am cool. I mean, I'm willing to cut Hades to see your game go higher to ascend. The both of you, goddamn motherfucker. I am also willing to cut Hades because I definitely don't think it's better than Immortals okay. or Ghost of Tsushima. Well, here's the thing: when I cut Hades and your game makes it to number two. I need to hear this long monologue for why you like it so much. I'm there's, more than willing to do that. There's no fucking way that it's better than Hades. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's no fucking way it's better than Hades. I don't know. I just personally, I'm just, I'm not a fan of roguelikes. But you haven't played this one. Because they're all the same. That's no. why I don't like them. They're all the this same. This is completely different. This is completely different. Is it a roguelike? Well, actually, it's not completely different because it's still the same mechanics. But, like, it is so fucking Okay, so it's still the same mechanics. Roguelike. Yep. <laughs> Roguelikes are just boring to me. They're a waste of time to me. No, I but don't this like one's not. This one's got a story, and it's got characters, and it's got fucking... Oh, you have to play it. I just I'm not gonna play it. It's just not gonna happen. You're such a bitch. I just don't like them. The I don't only like reason that you like Immortals, the only reason you like Immortals is because it's fucking Breath of the Wild and you can't have Breath of the Wild right now. Nope, I disagree. I don't think it's anything like Breath of the Wild. Oh, you're full of shit. Nope. Dance. <laughs> Everyone I, is making those comparisons. How do you? Because it's the only other game that has that same kind of formula, which is oh, fair. So it's got the same exact formula, just like Hades has the roguelike formula. You're you're a fucking no, okay. crazy person. Okay. Listen, no. I'm sorry that you like a game that's a ripoff of another game. Every roguelike is also the same. So there's that. Every roguelike is the same. 
And that's this why I refuse not, to spend money on them. No, this one is not the same, though. That's the thing. If I if I am ever gifted at any point in my life, Hades, I will play it. But that is the only way I will play it. You are. I, I can't justify spending money on roguelikes. I don't know why, but I genuinely just can't. I can't. Ju- even if it's even if it's fucking ten dollars, I still can't do it. You are when when hate when when or if Hades drops to five bucks, I'll pick it up. No, you won't. You're a goddamn liar. For five bucks, I'll pick up anything. I'll buy a hentai simulator for five dollars, buddy. I'll buy anything for five bucks. <sighs> if I see enough people say that it's good. But right. I just I'm, I can't do it. I'm fine with the morals at three. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we came to that decision. I feel like Hades needs to be number three. No, no. Like that's, I mean, that's too, I mean, I'm going to go Hades number three. The, the, the only, the, no, no, no. You got to give me Ghost of Tsushima then. (sighs) Hello, cat. Um, I need more alcohol. <laughs> Look, I definitely, if you, I, I, I consider you a psychopath if you rank Hades above Ghost of Tsushima for sure. Yeah, but you haven't played it and you're just going off of the things that you've played other in other roguelikes. That's my, like, I don't have any problems with Fortals. Yeah, Fortals. Yep. Mm-hmm. Immortals Phoenix Rising because I haven't played it, but you have problems with Hades and you because it's a roguelike. It, but you haven't played it, and I'm not going to. I just I can't do it. They're the roguelikes are just not fun to me. I I don't get any enjoyment out of them. To me, it feels like a chore. That's why I don't play them. Look, if you really want to cut Immortals at three, I can settle. I don't necessarily have a problem with it. No, that's... I'm going to be the bigger man and say... I fucking hate the both of you. I I especially hate Dylan. That's who I especially hate. Look, man, two of your games have made it to top three, and I got one. All right, hang on. All right, listen. Well, I guess technically two of each. The only, the only way that I am going to let Hades slip to number three, because it should not. There's no, Hades is game of the year. It is, it is the game of the year, period. I don't give a fuck. Fuck you guys. I don't care what we put out on our social media and what we write down here on the podcast. Hades is the game of the year. God damn it. <sighs> The only way that I am okay with it slipping to number three is if Ghost of Tsushima wins Game of the Year. Fine, I think Ghost of Tsushima deserves it. So I'm cool with that. All right. Fuck you guys. I can't believe... I can't believe that you're doing me dirty like this, Dylan. (laughs) 
Austin, I swear to God, if you want to put Immortals as Game of the Year, I'll fucking suck your dick. <laughs> it's not happening. As much as a blowjob would be tight, Dylan. Oh, God, it'd be the best you've ever had. <laughs> it's your choice. This is what it comes down to, Austin. Uh, I'm, I, I, fuck, as, as, as tempting as that shit fucking is. Think of the sabotage. It's been a hot minute, but, uh, I am gonna, I am gonna cut Immortals at two. <laughs> okay. Because I definitely, as much as I love Immortals and I have way more fun with it than I am Ghost of Tsushima, I definitely think Ghost of Tsushima put in way harder fucking work and I think they deserve it a lot more. All right. I, I still personally think Ghost of Tsushima should have won at the Video Game Awards for Game of the Year. Well, let's hear well, your oh, yeah, eulogy the last of us. for Immortals. Yeah. No, whoa, hang on. No, we haven't talked about Hades yet. Oh, you just want to... <laughs> We've not talked about the greatness that is Hades. We've ranted for many, many podcasts about it, but if you want to go in care. there... I need, I need to I need talk about how, how the Game of the Year was stolen... <sighs> okay. Hades does something with the roguelike formula that no other roguelike I have ever seen has ever done. And the biggest thing is that it combines like really different genres, I feel like, with like the way that it like has like uh, sort of like dating sim components that I, I actually didn't know about until you talked about them, Dylan. Like it has, obviously it has the roguelite stuff and it's got the, you know, like the really like fast paced combat, but it's got like sort of like RPG elements and, and shit like that. And just everything about this fucking game is brilliantly designed. I think the art style is gorgeous. Like just the sort of like painterly, almost comic book style. Excuse me. I love each and every single one of the characters, no matter how many times I've died. And I, I died a fuck ton in this game. It was always nice to hear hypnosis voice when I'm coming out of the, the muck or blood or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I loved every interaction I had with Skelly. I loved the little moments between Megara and Dusa as they're drinking at the bar. I loved fucking being a sarcastic prick to, to Hades. Like I love every single one of these characters. I loved every single boss fight. I love the music. I love the sort of tinges of Greek, like, I mean, kind of tragedy. Uh, I, I love how the, the, um, the whole story and characters, all of that f from, from the Greek, uh, like pantheon of gods and all that stuff is recontextualized and it makes those old stories kind of like feel new. There's also like this really sweetness, like this real sweetness to the game. Like just, I don't know, man. It, for me, I don't think there's another game 
that came out this year that is better than it. I really don't. Like, Hades... Mm. And, and this is coming from a guy who does not like roguelikes. I do not like The Binding of Isaac. I do not sp- like Spelunky. Like, I don't like those fucking games. But, like, Hades made me like the the style. Like, everything about this game is so fucking good. And it should have won Game of the Year. You guys, you, you, you fucked me. You <laughs> fucked me hard. But it's what I do. But it's it's an incredible game, and um, everyone should play it. Go talk about your stupid Zelda clone. <laughs> if only that's what it was. Um, I'm cool with Phoenix Rising being cut. I've already said that like three fucking times. Um, I am pleasantly surprised. I definitely was not going to pick this game up. I had no intention on buying this game because of what you just said. Everything I've seen on it, I was like, "Eh, this just kind of looks like a Breath of the Wild clone with fucking uh, Greek mythology thrown into the mix instead of Zelda lore. I don't really think I give a shit about that. And then Christmas Day, I got a notification on my phone because I follow a page on Facebook called Cheap Ass Gamer, and I have them set to show me notifications when they post shit. Because uh, they pretty much just post everything that's on sale, and I like to know what's on sale without leaving my phone. Um, and they posted that GameStop had it for $30 starting Christmas Day. And I was like, oh shit, you know, $30, I would pay for that. It's a Ubisoft game, so I didn't expect the $60 price tag to stay longer than a month anyway. Because that's I, that's honestly why I've held off buying Valhalla, because I know it's going to be 20 bucks in two more months. So I'm just going to fucking wait till I can get it for 20 bucks. But. The first two or three hours of this game, I was playing it and I was like, oh, God, this feels very much like Zelda, which is which is fine because Breath of the Wild is one of my favorite games of all time. So I was I'm kind of okay with it. Um, But then once the world starts to open up and you get to do a lot more, you're kind of just thrown into the story. It felt so much less like Zelda and more of its own identity. Like it really starts to form its own its own face. And I think this game is fucking fantastic. I have not put this shit down. Um, It's got puzzle. It's 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 got puzzles similar to the shrines in Zelda, but they're very there aren't anywhere near as many. Uh, I think in Breath of the Wild, there's like 120 shrines and there's definitely not that many vaults of Tartarus. I fucking hope not because they suck. Um, the puzzles in this game are way fucking harder than anything Zelda's done in the last 10 years. Uh, they're fucking difficult. I have never one time played a Zelda game and felt like I had to use a guide to learn how to do a fucking puzzle just so I could be finished with it. And I actually came to that point with Immortals today. These puzzles are fucking ridiculous and they are not something that normal people just fucking pick up on their own. But... With that being said, there is also no right way to do a puzzle in this game. You can if it, do whatever you want. If it fucking works and gets the gate open, then it fucking works. And I think that's awesome. I don't think enough games do that. Um, and it's similar to Breath of the Wild with the with the, you know, no linear, no linear story, you know, free exploration, whatever. That's fine. But honestly, that part is the only thing that I feel like was even remotely inspired from Breath of the Wild. This game is fucking hilarious. It has me rolling literally every 10 seconds. Like, I think the first 
the first time you jump into a vault of Tartarus, the credits start rolling because the, the entire game is pretty much narrated through a conversation between Zeus and Prometheus. And like, it just makes you think the game's over and it's just Zeus being a dick. And I think that's fucking hilarious. I think fourth wall breaks are fucking funny sometimes, depending on how they're used. Um, and just all the di- like you can just be casually strolling, flying through the air and just listen to Zeus and Prometheus have really fucking wild conversations. Um, and it's just funny. It's lighthearted. It's funny. It doesn't take itself too seriously, uh, which I think is a good thing. I think I would actually hate this game if the story tried to take itself too seriously, but it doesn't. It's a it's a lighthearted comedy action adventure. And I'm super fucking into that. And I also just love Greek mythology anyway. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I took Latin in high school for some fucking reason. And I was kind of forced to study uh, Greek and Roman mythology. Why I was forced to study Greek mythology, I have no fucking clue. Um, But I was forced to study both, and I got super into them. Um, And I love it. And this game is all that in one fucking package. And I didn't think it was even going to remotely make it to top three, but I think it fucking deserves it. I have not had a game hold my attention like this all fucking year. Uh, Miles Morales is great. Ghost of Tsushima is fantastic. But they they haven't held me long enough to... I, I literally played the game today for five straight hours. I have not done that in years. It has been easily easily five or six years since I played a game for five or six hours straight. And this game got me to do it. And I it, it was kind of nostalgic. And I fucking love it. I can't wait to get off this podcast and play more. Honestly. Well, if you really like that game... You know, with the whole getting to know Greek gods and stuff, you should really give Hades a shot because it's a fantastic game. Sure that it is. That should have won game of the year. <laughs> I'll, like I said, if it's gifted to me or I see it drop under the $10 mark, I'll pick it up. I will well, absolutely gift it to you. You won't pick it up. Well, if it's gifted to me, why would I pick it up? You just why said would you would pick it up. Y- yeah. If, if it's on, gifted what? to you. If yeah. it's gifted to me, I'll play it. Yeah. Okay. Because you said if I'm it's saying. gifted to you, you'll pick it up. So I'm just making sure you're not going <laughs> to buy it twice. Did I say that? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That's another thing, too. I'm genuinely debating. I'm sitting on the Epic Store right now, and I'm genuinely debating buying Phoenix Rising twice. Just because of the cross-save compatibility. <laughs> but you won't buy Hades. <laughs> nope. I don't like roguelikes, and I'm not spending 20 bucks on one. Oh, God. I love it. So. <sighs> All right. Our game of the year, Ghost of Tsushima. Sashimi. Ghost of Sashimi. Ghost of Tsushima. I don't like Sashimi. Um, Austin, do you want to go first? Um, I know I have way less. Yeah, I'll go first because I have way less time on this game than you do. Way less. Um, I think the game is great. I think I've. We between me and you, we've probably talked about it enough on this podcast. How fucking glor glor I don't know what word I'm trying to find. The game's fucking cool. That's it. I don't think I need to ride this game's dick any harder than I have for like the last month. <laughs> uh being me and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, I'm just gonna sh- So Ghost of Tsushima 
I know I fought really fucking hard for Hades, and it makes it sound like Ghost of Tsushima wasn't close, but I had a very hard time choosing between the two of them. Um, And ultimately, it came down to, I think, for me at least, it came down to which one held my attention for longest. And I think that Hades did it longer. Um, that's not to say that Ghost of Tsushima or Tsushima didn't hold my attention. That's not true at all. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is glorious. It is the best PlayStation game this year. Uh, I don't think that it's really even close. Um, I loved the fuck out of the last of us two. And I loved everything about the end, uh, except for the ending of final fantasy seven remake. And to me, neither of them hold a candle to ghost of Tsushima. Um, I think that this might be the most beautiful game of the year. I mean, I know it won our best art direction, um, but like it is extraordinary to look at. Like when Mm -hmm. you reach the, the golden temple for the first time and it's just all of those fucking yellow leaves falling around or the opening, even like the opening where you're riding across on the horse and it's just through the white field and like the little logo pops up and it's just like the music is soaring. Like, I, I fucking love this game, man. I really do. The, the story that it tells about being torn between the, the sort of inner conflict of the teachings of the samurai versus like what needs to be done in order to, uh, you know, really fucking like save your home Mm -hmm. is really, really gut wrenching. Um, there are moments in this game that like made me cry much in the same way that like Hades made me cry and, uh, and the last of us made me cry where it just, it hit that, that one point that was like, it was like a pressure point almost. And, uh, I, I don't know, man, like it, the combat in this game is so, so good. It's like uh, if you took the 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 Batman games and married it with like the Dark Souls or like or Sekiro sort of mm-hmm. uh, the the Soulsborne Kiro. Is that what you called it, Dylan? Yeah, Soulsborne Akiro. Yep. Yeah. If if you mash those two together, uh, it's. God, it's so much fucking fun to play. It's so it much is. fucking it fun. It really is. And I I know that they're like I've heard on other podcasts or like I've even heard like in reviews that like the four stances and shit really don't matter when you're playing, but like they totally change the way you approach enemies and like I I think that those stance changes and like the way that the combat me- like is meant to be played is really fucking nice and and different (laughs) uh 
I don't I don't know, man. Like I I really I really do love everything about this game. I could go on and on and on and none of it would make sense because I don't know how to like coalesce thoughts together because I'm a fucking moron. But <laughs> it's it's got the best fucking open world. I love that it doesn't have a, an ugly uh UI placed on top of it. I like that there aren't fucking waypoints everywhere. I like that like the way that it guides you, uh, like I just, yeah, I think that's really fucking cool too. Yeah. I, and and then on top of that, on top of all of that, like they threw in this fucking free to play, uh, add on for Ghost of Tsushima legends. That is like better than fucking Avengers. It's like a very, very good, like fucking, games as games as a service game like it's Mm -hmm. fucking wonderful and they did that for free yep like i don't know man i ghost of tsushima is an incredible game and it is totally deserving of our game of the year and um i love it oh yeah i agree we did it lads we We did did it it. uh there was a bunch of backstabbing uh there was um (laughs) Dylan really fucking me raw, no lube, uh, and um. Oh yeah. Cool. So let's uh, let's run down our final rankings. Um, Austin, do you want to take the first eight from twenty four to? Uh, let's see. Hang on. One, two, three. <laughs> From 24 to 17? Yeah, I can do that. So, starting at number four, we had SpongeBob SquarePants, The Battle for Bikini Bottom Remastered. Wow, that's a long fucking title. I didn't realize it until I said that shit out loud. <laughs> Damn. Um, followed by, which I still think these two places should be swapped, but that's personal. Um, number 23 being Marvel's Avengers. What a shit game. Uh, number 22... Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Number 21, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Dude, I, I, SpongeBob, I don't know why you guys are making that joke when SpongeBob was a lot longer. Because no one gives a shit about SpongeBob. <laughs> Anybody care about Cold War? I, I don't. Yeah, liked it. I, thought I know a lot of people do. I was just trying to make a point. Dick. <laughs> that was a bad point. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, number 20, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Number 19, My Hero 1's Justice 2. Number 18, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 Plus 2 Remastered. And number 17, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team. Awesome. Dylan, why don't... And then we got... Yeah, I, I can count. You don't go... Okay. And then I number... <laughs> I don't know how to count, so I just assumed that I would have to tell you. Nope. Uh, oh, Lord. Number... Number sixteen. Well, don't don't forget the part where I said Final Fantasy Eight remake and then said six remake right afterwards, knowing good and well it was the seventh remake. <laughs> uh, so number sixteen, we have Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collection. Uh, number fifteen, uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I would have been okay with that. Is number twenty four? Honestly, a piece of shit game. Um, oh number <laughs> fourteen, uh, Twin Breaker, a Sacred Symbols Adventure. And number 13, we had Doom Eternal. And number 12, Persona 5 Royal, which was deserved. Then number 11 <laughs> was Assassin's Creed Valhalla. 
Number 10 was Iken slash Ickenfell. And number nine was Spider-Man Miles Morales. Nice. <sighs> yep, I know. There it is. Some more. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and you get mad at me, me for gassy. farting during recording. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of here. Uh, number eight was Minecraft Dungeons. Number seven. Oh, I didn't even notice it. That's kind of hey. nice. Number seven is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Not eight. Not eight. Not six. Not six. But seven. Seven. Uh, number six is The Last of Us Part Two. Number Dose. five. I just realized that there are fucking three of my babies in a row. You guys really. Yeah, but, oh, yeah, but three of your babies also made it to top five. That is true. That is oh, true. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, number five is Resident Evil 3 Remake. Number four is Animal Crossing New Horizons. <sighs> number three is <laughs> Hades. Number two is Immortals Phoenix Rising. And number one is Ghost of Tsushima. Um, <sighs> explosions, uh, fireworks. Yeah, right? Game Ooh. of the year. Uh, Happy New God. Year. Congratulations to Sucker Punch um, for making a phenomenal game that, uh, yeah. Hey, actually, I just said that, and it's true. By the time people are listening to this, it will be a new year. So happy new year. Ah, yes, yes. I was going to get you right. in our You're intro, right. but... Uh, okay, yeah, well, it's Jesus happening Christ. now. Jo- I about called you Justin. It's not a good time. <laughs> don't don't call me that. That's not... Not you, Austin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Only one letter is different. It is true. Our uh, our brains are fried, so let's get our picks of the weekend, and then we can get out of here. All right. Are we not doing the top five thing? Oh uh, yeah, if we want to go through our top fives, we well, can. I didn't. Um. Well, then we can skip yours, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my top five. In, in descending order is number five is Spider-Man Miles Morales. Number four is The Last of Us Part Two. Number three is Resident Evil 3 Remake. Number two is Ghost of Tsushima. And number one is Hades. That would be ascending order. I don't... Shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, my top five going in descending order is number one, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Number two, Minecraft Dungeons. Number three, Valhalla 4. Hades and five cyberpunk. All right. My number five is Mega Man zero slash ZX legacy collection. Number four is persona five Royal. Number three is miles Morales. Number two is ghosts of Tsushima. And number one is Phoenix rising. I really wanted him to switch it up. Cause you went in ascending. I went in descending. I wanted him to go like number three, number one, number two, number Say, five. What the fuck am I supposed <laughs> to do? <laughs> 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 that would have been fucking like people would have been like wait what what is happening everyone's <sighs> brain simultaneously explode yeah everyone it's that uh that gift from fucking uh brain scanners <laughs> <laughs> all right uh pick of the weeks let's get them let's knock them out um my pick of the week uh, is christmas related because christmas just happened uh right. it's and i think it's just a perfect not only Christmas movie, but it's a perfect winter movie. It's Krampus from 2016. Uh, 2015. Boing. Okay. 
I was close. I was damn close. Uh, basically, Krampus is modern day Gremlins, and I love it. It's so darkly funny. Um, it has a great little tale to it. Uh, it is wonderful. Everybody should watch it. Hell yeah. Word. Well, my pick of the week is Gundam Seed. What the fuck happened to Goose? Yeah, I changed it. Oh, Goose it. anime. Untitled Goose anime. Uh, Gundam Seed is super old. Uh, came out 2002, I think. However, recently, I say recently, but I still think it was like 2012. Uh, in 2012, got an HD remaster, which it so desperately fucking needed. And I'm pretty sure last year they finally released a dub for the remaster. So a dub's there now on Funimation, if anyone uses that. I think I'm the only one I know that uses that streaming service. Um, it's cool. The dub fixed a lot of problems, or the redub fixed a lot of problems that the original uh, had. I have a hard time going back and watching the original after I learned that the main character is Gundam Seed is voiced by the guy who voices the stupid Ed from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. <laughs> after realizing that, you can't unhear it. And I fucking hate it. Um, it's cool. It's, a, it's, a, it, it, it's more or less of the original with some added kind of things. That's what they were really going for. Um, I still don't think the story is that good compared to some of the other Gundams, but it's it's a good starting point if you've never dived into Gundam before, if that makes sense. It's it's a nice enough soft reboot to kind of start into. So um, check it out. It's on uh, Funimation. It's on Funimation, subbed and dubbed, and I think it's on Hulu, just subbed, and also Crunchyroll, just subbed. So check it out. It's really cool. Cool. Uh, my pick of the week is a Twitch streamer known as Bugsy308. Um, he's just, a, he's one of the, uh, challenge runners. Um, and it's a guy that I've got, uh, grown close with. He is currently doing, uh, no hit run on fallout four. He's done like fallout new Vegas before fallout three dishonored one and two. And he's a, just a really charismatic, funny guy. Um, he runs every afternoon, um, for us. He has not got the Fallout 4 no hit yet, but he's gotten close a few times. So it's a lot of fun to watch him. Um, he's someone that, <clears throat> so the Happy Hob is the one doing the, like, the God run too. It's like all the Souls games, no hit. Um, and he's like the biggest of all the challenge runner. He's got like right now about to end a stream. He has 6,000 viewers. Um, and like, this is a guy who is going to use one of Bugsy's strats for dishonored one, no hit. So like Bugsy only has like 10 viewers per ch- uh, view, maybe 10, 20, but you know, the biggest no hit runner of them all is going to use this guy's strat. So he knows what he's doing. Um, and just a really entertaining chat. So Bugsy 308 on Twitch. Oh yeah. Dope. All right, it's time for us to get out of here. Nice, um, nice, nice. You can f- always find us on social media for all things Culture Bop Hunting Pixels and the Culture Bop family of content. Hunting Pixels on Twitter at Hunting, or no, at Pixels Hunting. I'm really fucking this up. Uh, Instagram. At hunting underscore pixels CB. I am on Twitter at the Bebop Man 182. I am on Instagram at Bebop Man 182. And you can find me on Twitch starting real soon. 
I'm going to have a schedule up, and I've decided that the first thing that I will be streaming is an old PS1 game. Excuse me, that I loved in my childhood. It's called Lunar, or uh, Lunar, if you're an English-speaking moron. I couldn't think of a, an insult, so moron was the first thing that popped out. Uh, anyway, it's um, Lunar Silver Star Story Complete. It's a uh, PS1 remake of the Sega Saturn game. Uh, so I'll be that'll be my first stream. I'll be doing some Let's Plays of it, basically. Uh, so yeah, it's the underscore Bebop Man over there. Um, Dylan, oh yeah, you can find on Twitter at omdizzy. Uh, on Instagram at OMDizzyTV, that is for his uh, gaming stuff. Um, he's got a personal one that we've been chatting out for a while. It's at OMDizzy. And he's on Twitch at OMDizzle. Uh, just kidding. It's OMDizzy. Nothing? God, I hate you guys. No, I used my laughter a minute ago. I'm done. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Austin is on Twitter at Big Papa Plays. He's on Instagram at Big Papa Stevens underscore and is on Twitch at Big Papa Plays. I am on Twitch. I've got a couple things that I'm trying to get better at before I start streaming. Uh, as much as Dylan hates it, I do want to start streaming, do some like Fortnite streams because I think I'm really good at that game. Um, that doesn't say much because it's Fortnite. Why don't you play it on PC? I do play it on PC. Oh, good. Then I want to see this. Yeah, I only play Fortnite on PC. Oh. And Warzone. Yeah. Uh, Warzone, not so much. I am not fucking good at Warzone (laughs) at all. I eat ass at that game, so that probably will never happen. Um, Breath of the Wild is definitely also a very strong contender. So that might happen soon, too. Cool. A couple things um, for the podcast that I uh, will be not getting out of the way or as far as like news goes um i'm working on a website i know i've said that uh before but it's getting close to being done um i'm liking the way that it is looking uh so yeah uh website is coming soon it'll be um not just for the podcast by the way it'll be culturebop.com we will have a whole page dedicated to just hunting pixels um there's going to be stuff up there with reviews and blog posts from us. Um, it'll be a real cool place to come hang out. Um, culturebop.com. Also, uh, I never ever shout this stuff out on, uh, at the end of the podcast, but go check out, uh, culturebop on everything. Um, uh, I'm real bad about using Twitter, um, I'm going to be getting better at it, but at culture underscore bop, uh, Instagram at culture underscore bop. Uh, you can, we actually have a Facebook page. It's, uh, the culture bop. And then, like I said before, my personal YouTube channel, uh, is, uh, culture bop. So go check that out. There's some good videos over there. Um, I'm using it as the umbrella for everything. Uh, that's sort of the, for lack of a better term, company name. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just talk about uh, all kinds of 
cool stuff, video games, movies, what have you. Uh, oh yeah. So that's it. Yep. Right. I think that's it. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. So until next week, goodbye. 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 <laughs>